what is happening guys, Danny Feng here again with another podcast, episode 3. And in this episode, it's going to be another um, live audio recording breakdown on um, a video that I did with the good people over at Mahogany or Mahogany Session, if you want to check them out on uh, YouTube. And uh, this uh, episode's breakdown, we're going to be looking at an artist that we recorded called Ben Abraham and the song is called Speak and this song was recorded um, according to the upload it's December 3rd 2015 so I'm guessing probably uh, late November-ish is when we actually shot it before it went live um, I'm guessing just uh, from memory it was a while ago this was an interesting shoot this was a very interesting shoot and uh, there was a lot of um, challenges and interesting techniques that I had to um, implement and um, things I had to keep in mind so we can move fast and accomplish the things that we need to do. So uh, without further ado, let's uh, get into this podcast. Okay, so... Let's not uh, jibber-jabber here, Danny. Let's not jibber-jabber with uh, random crap and just get into all the details about this shoot. For you guys, if you guys want to check out the video, link is in the description below. It should be in the description below in whatever directory you're listening to, whether it be YouTube or Apple Podcasts and all major podcast um, directories. It should have like a little description area. But I'm going to put the link uh, in the description below to this session so you guys can... Uh, watch it and again I'm just going to be shouting out time codes um, on the podcast so you guys know what um, section I'm talking about in this video. So a uh, little backstory before I get into this um, session. The day was a full day's uh, shoot. Yeah we had three artists on the day that we had to record one of them being Benjamin Benjamin Ben Abraham and per artist we had to record two tracks so it was quite tight in terms of schedule. We had to move very fast, very efficient. We had to set up really fast and work very efficient as well. So from my part, um, I had to find a way where I could record this performance by the lovely uh, human being himself, the Ben, the Ben Abraham, and um, record him in such a way to get good audio, you know, clean signals, um, trying to capture the atmosphere and all those good stuff and uh, be able to also de-rig everything and move on to the next um, next space uh, to record the next artist. So for this setup, um, it was just a stripped back acoustic session, obviously, of just him and his, ac and his acoustic guitar. So for those who don't know, if you haven't heard my previous podcast, basically the premise for this kind of shoot or for this specific channel mahogany session everything is just going to be stripped back acoustic um acoustic session kind of setup no mics in shot clean um clean visuals you know as much of a clean sound as possible at least i try my best to get the best sound possible for them and um yeah and all that basically so that is basically the premise that we're working in and of course without mics in shot and things it does sometimes get a little bit tricky which um i have my notes in front of me so i'm just going to go through 
what I did and how I went about certain things. So for this particular session, the most important thing that I wanted to capture was the vocals. The vocals to me is the most important thing because it's the vocals is where the artist communicates and sings to the audience. So I want to get that as clean as possible. And thankfully on that day, I believe we had a clip mic, a clip mic, which is an incredible luxury for me back then to be able to have that kind of equipment just because most of the shoots that we did, I just recorded it with my own mics, which was, you know, the condenser microphone, which, which I have the AKG Perception 220, just a really basic uh, condenser microphone, great microphone, but, pro but the problem is um, because mics are not supposed to be in shot, I have to usually place the condenser microphone in very awkward positions and things like that. And usually, usually I get away with it, you know, getting good audio, but it's very tricky and it's very fiddly to get the sound that that I'm usually happy with. But with a clip mic, it's clipped under like a shirt or something. And at least I can get a clean, direct signal. Sometimes clip mics don't sound the best, um, but you do get a clean signal and it's easy to hide the mic as well. So that's kind of the, the compromise, I guess. And um, so how did I record this? So it was um, clip mic on Ben himself. Um, the cables and everything were run behind his shirt and um, the transmitter was just in his back pocket and uh, took that signal into my interface, interface into Pro Tools. And uh, guitar, simple, it was just DI. Um, I usually hate DI, DI sounds. For those who don't know what DI is, just basically plugging a cable into the guitar and you just get a direct signal of the guitar. With acoustic guitars, it's, it's to me, it's not my favorite thing to do just because you don't get the actual acoustic natural sound. And uh, I usually have to fiddle a little bit in post to kind of get it sounding decent or at least to a point where I feel like, you know, it serves the film and um, and it makes me happy, you know. <laughs> um, but nevertheless, um, yeah, so the acoustic guitar was DI vocals was through the clip mic. Um, I also set up an, a stereo mic, a stereo mic set up uh, to camera left in the room. If, if you go to somewhere like 2.29, uh, 2 minutes 29, it's camera left in the corner of the room where we placed all the chairs that existed in that room to make some space. So we just piled up all the chairs and placed it in that tiny little corner, which was also the corner where I placed the, the stereo mic as well. And the stereo mic was set up on an ORTF stereo pair setup, um, an ORTF setup. If you guys don't know what that is, maybe I can explain that in another video because there's like loads of different kinds of stereo configurations. And, you know, I guess like the most common ones that most people know is like the XY um, setup or the AB setup. Um, but yeah, there's plenty of others, um, figure of eight, ORTF. Um, and, yeah, and there's, uh, th there's plenty more and the, all of them have their own applications, have their flaws and stuff, but maybe I can do that in another video. You guys can let me know what, if that's something interesting that you would like me to get into and talk about different stereo configurations. I don't know if that would be interesting, but anyway, uh, if you don't know what ORTF is, you can just quickly stop this podcast and kind of just quickly Google it. It's just, uh, another variation of, um, stereo setup. So I put the ORTF stereo setup. Um, where the chairs are all piled up, just in a really 
stuffy, dusty, tiny corner where I had to put that over there and uh, somehow cable the thing um, efficiently in such a way that I can also pack it down really quick. I don't remember how I did it, but um, but it worked. It worked. The cables for actually, I actually yeah, I have it noted right here. Actually, okay, I remember exactly how the cables were done. The cable is actually really important, like how it's done, and you know, like how everything was rooted was very very important. So I can jump from one space to another when the next artist comes. It was easier for me to set up. So I was based, I think, somewhere downstairs. So this, this is um. This is uh, the second floor. So the first floor, if you guys skip to, again, two minutes, 29 or somewhere over there, you can kind of see just behind the artist, you can kind of see like um, that that staircase barricader thing. And right behind him is actually a staircase that goes downstairs. So I was somewhere probably down there in the dark and um, all the cables were cabled towards... Ben himself, and Ben was standing on top of this metal platform, which kind of looked like um, um, the platform looked kind of like um, a design, like what you would see, like in a sewer, you know, like the ones which is like a, a gridded metal uh, flooring, and there's holes and stuff. So the cables just went through those holes downstairs into my interface, and I recorded it like that. And the point is that I did it like this because the next location was actually right down. Where Benjamin, where yeah, where Benjamin is uh, standing. His name is Benjamin. His name is Benjamin. Ben Ben is the smallest. Ben is the it's the short version of Benjamin, right? It should be anyway. I don't know why I keep saying Benjamin. His name his artist name is Ben. I should respect that. I should respect that. Oh yes, Ben. Um, so after Ben downstairs is the next artist. So it was easy f it, if when it comes to packing down after when Ben leaves, I could just like just pull all the cables down and everything was already set up down there. And my station is already down there. So I don't have to like remove everything, which was going to take time. So that's where I was downstairs. Cables went through the, uh, the metal hole downstairs and we're ready to go. And um, ba -ba 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 -ba, what could be the next thing that I can talk about? Uh, creaky floors would be something, another challenge that we um, we were facing. A lot of um, a, a lot of the locations that we would book are these beautiful old buildings, or like we might shoot in the wilderness or something, and there might be like rustle sounds, like leaf leafy rustle sounds and things. So those are things that we usually have to keep in mind, and um, I just have to be aware and keep and keep keep my ear sharp on these kind of. Um, sounds that potentially uh, could be a problem in post, especially when you add like a compressor or something and everything that is quiet becomes loud and you hear this horrible rustling sound and it's very distracting, takes you out of the, the acoustic and intimate experience. So like, I just have to kind of um, always keep my ears very sharp and open to look out for these weird creaky sounds. Sometimes it's there, sometimes it's quiet, sometimes we can get away with it. But there are times, I remember there were a couple of shoots, number of shoots where we had to cut just because um, floor, the floor noise was just horrendous. And um, we knew that we couldn't do anything in post later. So we have to go for a retake and things. Um, so yeah, the space is a, is a, tiny, is a tiny space um, where Ben is singing. In and when Ben is uh, performing in. So um, in post, I basically just added a little bit of room and a little bit of, little bit of reverb. Like it, my philosophy on reverb and space is basically 
not to hear the reverb, but if you bypass the reverb, then you'll have your aha moment. You're like, ah, there's no reverb. Everything sounds super dry. But when I turn on the reverb, you can hear the reverb, but not if that makes any sense. I don't like when I hear reverb, you know, unless it's for like an effect effect, you know, like I like when a reverb sits in the mix in such a way that it's not popping out. And um, that's what I try to achieve. At least I think I, I tried, tried, you know, at least I think I did my best to, to do it. Um, so not only for Mahogany's um, content, but just anything with music. You know, when I recorded stuff in studios and things like that, I just don't like when reverb is so punctual. Not punctual? Punctual is not the right word. I think that's the wrong word. But you guys know what I mean. When it's just like prominent and there. I find that quite distracting. So yeah, um, I mixed in the reverb in such a way to make it, uh, to try to make the sound complement with the picture as well, trying to, trying to get the audience into that, that space and uh, the intimate uh, moment that's happening right there in the performance. Um, and uh, another thing that I knew what was going to happen, because, I, because as I said, the day was a full day shoot. We had three artists, including Ben, so we had to move fast. So from my side, the gear uh, setup had to be just essential things. You know, we couldn't like, I mean, if, I mean, I could have requested, you know, to hire in more equipment things and stuff and could have had more options in post and things, but um, but the vision behind the, the the content like the 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 um, the idea be the behind the content renting a bunch of gears were was number was one it wasn't necessary and two because we're moving so fast having more equipment just means it was going to slow me down so um again my setup was basically my laptop i had my audio interface which had eight inputs which is the sapphire 40 pro 40 if you guys um didn't hear that from my previous podcast, go check it out. And I had a stereo pair, which at that point, I believe I already owned um, the Rode M3. I think they're called M3. I have it somewhere. I have it somewhere in my drawer. I haven't used it in a while, but those are great mics. So the Rode M3s, they're just tiny, tiny pencil mics. So the Rode M3s, we had the clip mics, which doesn't belong to me. We, it was just for Mahogany. Mahogany owns that, those, um, those clip mics. So we had the clip mic stereo pair the interface um a jack cable going to the guitar and that's pretty much it and um and that's the setup that's pretty much the setup for this um this beautiful performance um this is probably one of my favorite recordings i wouldn't say it's like the best recording in the world obviously um they're like just hearing it back right now I would probably change, I mean, let's just be frank, I'll probably change a lot of things. But um, for what it is and also how it works with the picture, I think it's it's perfect and I hope it translated um, the, the emotions and what it's supposed to, um, what the song is supposed to serve to people. I just hope that my recording played a part in that role and maybe that uh, moved the audience. But anyway, now I just feel like I'm just uh, rambling and adding a bunch of uh, artsy-fartsy words just to make this podcast a little longer, which I don't think you guys uh, want to just sit around and just hear me speak about um, artsy-fartsy words and things. That's pretty much it for today, uh, for this session. Been 
Ben Abraham. The song is called Speak, Mahogany Session. If you haven't, if you haven't checked out Mahogany Session's um, YouTube channel, go check it out. As I said, the case study is below, so you can just flick around um, their things. Their production right now is insanely cool. It's just insanely great. They, they have upped their production, so kudos to them. That's that for today. I hope this episode helped you guys in uh, some way. Um, oh, actually, no. Actually, I have one more point that I would like to kind of touch upon one of the challenges that perhaps um, might give you guys a heads up in the future if you do something like something similar to this, which is when you're clipping these uh, clip mics on artists or even talents to do like narrating, na- sorry, narrative things. Um, you got to be careful when, when the talent has a beard of some sort in whatever length it is, because you do get a lot of rustling sounds. And that's, um, that's one of the challenges that I had to go through on pretty much every single gig that we did. And we had an artist that just had a beard and, you know, they'll come in and they have this cool ass beard and you're just like, wow, yeah, you know, this guy looks looks like on the fleek his beard just looks like he just take cares of it you know and then i have to put on this mic and then all you hear is just like pretty much this sound when he's performing especially like when an artist is really into it there's a lot of like movements sometimes and um you do get a little bit of rustle so um personally i've tried like all kinds of weird ways to try to um isolate the mic away from the beard um the beard areas and um, there are a few few ideas that I kind of came up with on the spot. I'm sure that they've already done these things before, but it, you know, just like DIY ways with tape and and you know, just try to make the tape into like a little baffle slash um, a guard uh, to kind of um, avoid contact, uh, you know, with the beard and mic action kind of thing. With with clothing's, I've uh, you know depending on the on, on the on the on the clothing, I pretty much found like a like varieties of varieties of ways to kind of make it work without getting the clothes uh, rustling kind of sound. But sometimes the beard is something that um, I definitely did not consider in the beginning, and um, sometimes I forget to consider it, even though I've been recording a bunch of people with beards for a long time and I'm just like, ah, it's the beard. It's always uh, rustling. So um, Ben wasn't a really big issue. Ben's beard was um, was fairly short, uh, short, so it didn't touch the mic in any crazy way. Um, that's becoming like a beard show. I'm becoming like a stylist show. So yeah, I think I'm just going to stop talking about beards and... Um, we can call this a wrap. Anyway, guys, uh, I hope this um, this episode helped you guys in some way. If you guys have any questions or anything, just you can just contact me or drop in the comments below if there is a comments below in whatever directory you're listening to. Um, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at Hello Denny Feng, and um, all the links are in the description below, of course. And uh, I'll see you guys in the next podcast. Pod podcast podcast wow i'm getting to the point where i'm starting to realize that i'm talking to myself again and i'm getting a little bit nervous and my mouth is really dry i need to drink some water right now anyway guys i'm out have a good day and i'll see you guys in the next podcast podcast wow i'm really losing it all right bye (laughs) 